Welcome to the Tim Biscuit Podcast. Before we get on with today's podcast, I just want to say a massive thanks out and shout out to our sponsors that are runesilk.com. They're a bird care company. Tenga.co.uk. They're a sex toy company. We're both companies. You can get 10% off your first purchases, orders, whatever you want to call them, if you type in the code TINBISCUIT at checkout. That's TINBISCUIT, capital T, capital B, and you'll get 10% off your first orders. Also, if you want to support the podcast or donate, you can do through PayPal, and that's to the email address, the tinbiscuitpodcast3 at gmail.com. I will put everything in the description below. All my content will be free and always will be free. Also, I've got a YouTube channel, so go check that out because you will often find um, different content on there to what you will on here. Again, you can find me on YouTube through the name of the Tin Biscuit Podcast. Okay, so today's podcast on this awesome Christmas Eve. I hope everyone's having a good Christmas um, wherever you are in the world. Despite what's going on, um, this is part two, last episode two of weird articles from around the world. I did one last time, and it was about a guy who fucked fifteen chickens and said sorry to him after he killed them. Um, so if you haven't heard that one, go back and listen to that one. And today's podcast is more strange stories from around the world. I've got about six or seven of them, so bear with me. Uh, the first story is from New Zealand. I don't know the paper. Doomed in. News doomed in, I think, is it? I don't know. I printed all these off. A funny story when I was printing these off, I printed them off and they came out um, like page one and page two on the same bit of paper and it really confused me. So if I mess up some articles today, you'll just have to bear with me. Um, okay, the first one is from New Zealand, as I said, and it's a nine-year-old boy will stop by police after being made to drive his intoxicated father to a bottle store. Um... An off-licence. Um, acting Senior Sergeant Anthony Anthony Bond said police stopped the car at 7.30pm on a Saturday and found the boy behind the wheel, his 32-year-old father, who was intoxicated. So he was proper pissed. Had made him drive to the nearby bottle store to buy more alcohol. Investigation are ongoing. Get that, you get that drunk, and you want more beer, and you get your little kid to drive. I think they're all... Um, at most cars, automatic over there, so I don't think it'd be that much of a issue changing gear. I could be wrong. Uh, I don't know. Don't know what the cars are like. If they're automatic in New Zealand, let me know, or if they're manual, let me know. Um, I'm drinking a nice cold bottle of Coors Light beer to treat myself because it's Christmas. Okay, oh, this is a COVID-19 fucking... Related article. I thought I thought I'd get away with it. Then I saw it and I've remembered. So this one's a warning shot to North Korea. They execute a man by firing squad in public for breaking COVID restrictions in a chilling warning to others. That's nice, isn't it? You just get a fine here. You break it over there. You get shot in public. North Korea executed a man by firing squad for breaking COVID restrictions in a chilling warning to others. Sage report. He was reportedly gunned down in front of a crowd of terrified citizens in a bid to scare them into following Kim Jong-un's strict pandemic rules. Um, reports from the region say the unnamed man who was in his 50s was killed after he crossed the sealed-off border with China to carry out illegal business affairs. So that makes me think, was it more to do with the illegal business affairs than actually breaking 
COVID rules or was it something to do with them going to China as well? So very misleading. I don't know what paper this came from. What paper was it? Why is it not telling me? Oh, the sun. <laughs> so that makes sense. Um, where was we? Uh, to carry out legal business affairs. He was killed on November the 28th by a firing squad for violating emergency quarantine measures reports Radio Free Asia. Fearing border crosses could bring the virus back with them from China, the rogue state has imposed a series of harsh measures during them. But you fucking harsh. You could say it's harsh, isn't it? Getting shot in front of people. It has beefed up the front, the frontier guard corps with special forces and ordered soldiers to shoot anyone who steps within a kilometre. That's 0.6 miles off the border. That's a that's insane. Fuck's sake. Crazy. In November, Pingyongyang. I've probably said that wrong. Even deployed an anti-air deployed anti-aircraft units in some areas of the border to prevent civilians from crossing. Yeah, everywhere's getting locked down pretty harsh now, especially from the UK. This nice new strain. Um. It's a few pictures of the border between North Korea and China is tightly controlled with landmines. They put landmines. <laughs> so not only do the, you get shot, if you don't get shot, you you could get your leg blown off. And if you get caught and you don't get shot, get blown up by a landmine, you'll probably get shot. Shot, not shot. Shot anyway. Um, people wearing protective face mask commute amid concerns. In, oh, that's just relating to the phone. So here we go. Here we go. We're back to the... Um, we're back with the um, article. Um, and just two weeks ago in North Korea, a soldier was killed as he laid landmines under the orders of Kim's cronies. Lovely language, they just like some news. The trip was blown to bits along the border with China in Yanggang province. I love the way the papers say he was blown to bits. Uh, the tragic blast killed one member of the storm corps and left three others injured. According to a source who shared details of the tragedy with the daily NK online newspaper, the catastrophe was uncovered after insiders from the National Intelligence Service in South Korea revealed the dictatorship had buried landmines in a desperate bid to control the spread of coronavirus. A desperate, but I think that's a bit overrated, using the word desperate. A shocking report also warned the North Korea's coronavirus victims are starving to death after being abandoned in a secret quarantine camp set up to hide the horrors. Oh, let's see what else I've got to say. Um, the pandemic's world's glare. Kim is said to be paranoid that a COVID outbreak will take a grip of his isolated kingdom. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that's about it. I'm not going to read anymore. It's fucking going into stuff that doesn't even relate to it. So, yeah, I mean, can you really believe anything that what comes out of um, North Korea? I'm not sure you can. They're um, pretty good at censoring and anything the sale do, can you really trust? But that's a report that came out. Um, okay, let's have a drink. Right, this article is a strange one. It's a strange one. It um, comes from my local paper. And it's worried residents hope for the best outcome as a search for boy seen wandering streets in pyjamas goes on. I'll give you a bit of a backstory. About 12 o'clock at night, someone saw a, like a young lad, about 7 to 10, walking the streets. It like a little um, 
affluent part of town. Um, and then he was caught on one CCTV camera, but not again. And no one can find him. No reports of a missing child. He was wearing pyjamas. Um, one thought is that he um, might have been sleepwalking. Parents didn't know. Babysitter didn't know even. Then he just got back into bed. But I'll read you the article. I think this is the second one because I, cause I printed the wrong one off. Oh, this is one of them ones that I printed on it. Fucking both sides, isn't it? Right. Worried residents have spoken of their shock and disbelief as the search continues to trace a little boy seen wandering the streets in his in just his pajamas at midnight. Residents have been residents had been out in the street to try and locate the boy they saw wandering in New Waltham around midnight. Police have been carrying out inquiries all day, and an un- underwater search team was also deployed to check the nearby waterways. So they took it very seriously. Um, even though no one was reporting missing, they've got like the um, underwater search units out. Um, while the search has gone on, Humberside police have confirmed no one has reported a missing child and say it could be possibly the child was outside and returned home without waking his household. The resident who captured the CCTV footage said it's unbelievable, really. There is CCTV all around the place on this estate, and so far it looks like we've got the only camera that has picked him up. If he had come to, if he had come any closer to the house, we would have got a clearer look at him, as we have a ring doorbell that would have given us a clearer picture. Uh, you just hope that he's somewhere nearby and has gone out. You just hope that he's from somewhere nearby and has just gone out with someone, without someone knowing. Ah, oh, snake out raid. Without someone knowing, gone home again, which would explain why there is no one missing. The CCTV picture provided to the police is of visibly low quality because of the Wi-Fi issue at the property, which which meant that the camera wasn't working at full capacity. So it's quite interesting this one, and we'll we'll talk about it more. Um, the homeowners said the police were the homeowner. The homeowners said that they were woken by the police in the early hours as the search began. I'm telling you, it's fucking stupid. That's the way I printed it. Um, it was found that their cameras. Let me just do this. It was found that their cameras. Ah, you see this. This is what you get when you print things on both sides. I told you I'd get confused. So if the homeowners said that they were woken by the police in the early hours as the search began, it was found that their camera had spotted the boy briefly passing the front of the house. And from the office, we were able to circulate the image of the boy in appeal for any information about where about his whereabouts. A neighbour said it was so strange them being out and not being dressed. They must have been... They must have left without anyone knowing or something like that. To be out at that time of night, something must have gone on somewhere. I guess that is what we're all worried about. It is strange because, on one hand, you want them to find something so we'd know what has happened. But at the same time, I'm hoping they don't and it's just someone at home no one has realised. has gone missing. Humberside police are continuing to search for information on the boy. Earlier, an underwater investigation team were deployed to investigate a nearby pond that is just on, just off the, 
off. Oh, you see, this doesn't help when the fucking reporters don't write it properly. An early underwater investigation team were deployed to investigate a nearby bond that is just off the corner. Just off the corner of Thompson Drive and Peterson Drive. Um, but appeared to end their search empty-handed. A police presence continues to be seen on the estate with teams going door-to-door and vehicles going in and out of the lane, uh, Grange Farm Lane, have been logged and questioned. Right, that's it, yeah. It's always a struggle to read our local papers articles because they're just fucking retards who write it, I think. Then again, I'm no better at reading it. But so, yeah, it's, 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 it's really interesting. My first thought was vampire or black-eyed kids. <laughs> it's interesting what he said is the CCTV picture provided the police of low visibility, low quality because of Wi-Fi issue at the property, which meant that the camera wasn't working at full capacity. So do we have a problem with the Wi-Fi in general, or was it just when the kid was seen walking by? I feel if it was just when the kid was walking by, it'd be something like aliens. That they've dropped him off, or he's just got caught. Or maybe he is an alien, and he was interfering with the Wi-Fi. Um, or it could be a vampire. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, at, at like night time, these birds are massive and the screech and that, and it just reminded me of that. Could be a vampire. Probably not a vampire, it might be a black eyed kid. I think the most logical explanation, to be fair, is he's gone out without no one knowing. And then gone back in, but it's just strange. No one else has seen anything. No other CCTV has picked him up. No one's reported him missing, and the Wi-Fi went iffy when he walked past. So that links nicely onto some articles about aliens, and then I think we get into some Christmas ones, and then you'll be pleased to know that's it. Oh no, we've got about four more. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, okay. <laughs> a mysterious monolith. This the, this is all to do with the monoliths being spotted around the world. I don't know how many there are, as are now. Uh, the first one was spotted in Utah. Um, and that was there from 2016, I think. Onwards. So it's just been discovered. So it just goes to show you what else is out there that haven't been discovered. That's pretty cool in itself. This one relates to that. A mysterious monolith has been spotted on the Isle of Wight. Just days after, similar pillars were spotted in the US and Romania. Yeah, they've been popping up everywhere now. A few in England, Romania, um, America, a few died around Europe. Residents were left baffled when the baff, <laughs> residents were left baffled when the structure appeared at the bottom of a sheer cliff on Compton Beach. Residents were left baffled when the baffled residents were left baffled when the structure appeared at the bottom of a sheer cliff. This is these ones, right? Yeah. Oh. Mysterious monolith was spotted on Compton Beach on the Isle of Wight. And here we go. Uh, Mr. Blackburn, 31, went to investigate and... Oh, no. Right there. Oh, no. And I'm reading two different things. Amy Blackburn, 31, went to investigate and take her... Her own photos with her son and boyfriend after seeing snaps on local media, but reading rumours they might have been photoshopped. So this one was completely mirrored. It, it was probably one of the best ones. That 
Miss Blackburn, who was also a healthcare assistant from Newport, Isla White, said, I thought it was very bizarre when I saw it and immediately researched the ones found in Utah, California and Romania. We moved some of the sand from around the bottom and it's partially buried, but we felt underneath and it was made of wood with mirrors stuck to the side. I'd love the idea of it being delivered by aliens, but it's more than likely an unusual art project. But can 2020 get any weirder? Well, yeah, and I think aliens are going to use wood and mirrors. I think it's um, some sort of weird art project. I think she's right. Let's see what else she's got to say. When I print these articles off, the article comes on like one or two sheets and the rest of it's just like adverts for the paper. And the way I printed it off on the duplex set, I've just confused myself. Um, Tom Dunford, another Isle of Wight resident, told Sky News this structure was 10 feet tall and really reflective. Well, it would be. It's made of mirrors. He said he thought the monolith was someone playing a practical joke, but had caused quite a stir among locals who flocked to the beach to take a look. Um... November the 18th was the one that was found in Utah, uh, and then a 13-foot one was spitted, uh, spitted, was spotted in Romania on the 26th of November. This one, this article, I printed off on the 7th of 12th. I think I printed them all off, actually, on the 7th of 12th. So that doesn't really like, relate to when it was um, done. The, soft, the source of the monolith is not known. It comes after more mysterious pillars were spotted in Utah, California, and in the U.S. earlier this month. Locals spotted the last area monolith in San Luis Obstapo County, County on Wednesday morning on the top of Pine Mountain in California. Two weeks before, wildlife officers found a similar strange structure in Red Rock Desert, Utah, though it is now being removed. On about people writing articles, I think I should take reading lessons. Uh, then, this one's a bizarre one. This one is about, the truth is out there, aliens are hiding among us uh, until humanity is ready after striking deal with US government claims ex-Israeli space boss. You've probably heard about this one, it's, um, it's quite a strange one. Aliens are hiding among us but will only reveal themselves when mankind is ready, the ex-head of Israel's space program says. Um, Haim Assad 87 claims the extraterrestrial beings have struck a deal with the US government to stay silent while they carry out experiments on Earth. A long time ago when I was at school, I'm 41 now, so we're going back a bit, um, it was rumoured, I think Timothy Good, Good, or Gold, is, no, I think it's Timothy Good, the um, author, U, uh, UFO author, um, said that he spoke to people and apparently... They have done a deal with like for like, like the aliens give us their technology and we'll permit them to do experiments on humans, and that was one of the deals. So who knows? That's you know that's from a different. When I heard that, that was like maybe thirty years ago, and now it's um, someone from Israel has said the U.S. government stays silent while they carry out experiments on Earth. So they've done a little deal there. It could be true. Who knows? Um, the pensioner who. Also told Israeli newspaper, because he's retired, he's 87, is a pensioner, that's why they said that. The pensioner also told Israeli newspaper, Yudith, I'm not even going to pronounce that word, 
that told the Israeli newspaper that the aliens have a secret base on Mars, reports the Jewish press. He said the aliens have asked not to announce that they are here because humanity is not ready yet. I suppose that's true. I suppose if the government came out tomorrow and said, we've known of aliens for this long, X amount of decades, blah, 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 it would put everyone into a tizwas. All religion would be out the window. All our way of living would be out the window, the way we think, the way we act. It'd be a massive impact. Um, when I went to a lecture, I heard that um, they're doing it for um, the releasing bits out very, very slowly, bit like bit by bit, so it don't, so it won't hit us all at once. Uh, and the X Files was the major one to come out and get us ready for it. Um, like controlled media, and that's um, that's what's going on apparently, and this is what he's basically saying. Um, Let's see, a secret base on Mars, yep, he said the aliens have asked not to announce that they are here, humanity is not ready, we've covered that bit. Um, he also claimed Donald Trump negotiates with the senior members of the alien race between calls to world leaders such as Kim Jong-un. Nothing would surprise me at this day and age, um, especially if in the cahoots with the aliens. Um, he continued Trump was on the verge of revealing aliens' existence, but the aliens in the Galactic Federation are saying, wait... Let people calm down first. They don't want us to start mass hysteria. ...and understanding. As I say, it would be a bit of a shock, wouldn't it, if you knew aliens would exist? I personally would love it. Scary, though. Scary. And, of course, the religions would freak out around the world. It goes on. The Galactic Federation is a term which has been used frequently frequently in science fiction writing including tv shows doctor who and rick and marty uh mr es said uh, I'm, I'm not even saying his second name right so mr his head each head mr he said we'll just call him mr he who was in charge of israel's space security program from 1981 to 2010 so he was in there for a long time so if anyone should know he should know thankfully he says the aliens come in peace that's good, because we don't want fucking aliens, predators for a war of the world coming down to us. He said, they have been waiting for humanity to evolve and reach a stage where we will generally understand what space and spaceships are. They've got no chance with the like the way humanity thinks. You're all still fucking wearing masks for no reasons. You're also being yes-men to the system, so they're not going to come anytime soon. Not all of you. Not all of you are doing that, but the majority of them. There's an agreement between the US government and the aliens. They signed a contract with us to do experiments here. I don't think a contract would cut it with the aliens if they wanted to break it. I don't think there's much we could do about it. They are too they too are researching and trying to understand the whole fabric of the universe. And they want us as helpers. <laughs> I was pulling the staple away. Donald Trump has said to relationship uh, there we go, you see Donald Trump there's a picture of the boy. Donald Trump, and he's said to have a working relationship with the aliens. That's done him no good, has it? These last few weeks. Mr. Easthead claims the aliens have a base on Mars where they where they hold talks with the US government. But his wild claims do not end there. That is awesome. I'm just going to drink a beer. We'll see what else, because I can't, I can't remember. I'm quite... But his wild claims do not end there. They can't get any wilder, really, can they? Galactic Federation, Star Trek the boy. 
Ishad also says that American astronauts not only landed on Mars, but hold talks with the aliens in an underground base on the planet. Well, let's unpick that paragraph. Um, yeah, I'm unsure about that one. I'd like to believe it might be true. Like like only because we've been to the moon a handful of times, but we've never been back. There's this conspiracy theory why we haven't been back. A, we've never been. Or B, we was warned off the moon. Or the moon doesn't exist. But yeah. So if you're thinking we haven't come back because we was warned off the moon because there was aliens on there, it might tie into this Mars thing. Uh, anyway, US astronauts last set fa- foot on the moon in 1972 and have never officially attempted to travel to Mars. There's an underground base in the depths of Mars where their representatives are and also American astronauts, Isa said. Despite local media suggesting that the former space chief is suffering from um, a form of mental problems, Isa says he's fully aware that his claims sound far-fetched. He said, if I'd come up with what I'm saying five years ago, I would have been hospitalised. Wherever I've gone with this in academia, they've said the man has lost his mind. Note to self, don't ever staple things together again. Um, Today, they're already talking differently. I have nothing to lose. I've received my degrees and awards. I am respected in universities abroad where the trend is also changing. The idea that aliens from another planet are living among us have visited Earth is a popular conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theories are in the firing line at the minute, buddy. Uh, and while there is little proof that extra extraterrestrials exist, alien enthusiasts point to the so-called Roswell incident in 1947 as evidence of a government cover-up. Yeah, maybe that's one of the reasons why conspiracy um, conspiracy started. Wasn't it? That was like one of the pinpoints when it became popular in 1947 with the Roswell. Um, according to local media reports. At the time, a flying saucer crashed, landed in Roswell in uh, where is this? New Mexico. New Mexico. And on July the 8th, 1947, Roswell Army Airfield RAAF sensationally issued a press release stating that a flying disc had been found. However, US authorities quickly retracted the statement, insisting the debris was from a weather balloon. Roswell sparked a huge interest in, in UFOs, and in the 1990s, a group of hoaxes released the infamous alien autopsy video purporting to show one of the beings from the crashed, crashed craft being operated on. I don't like sight reading. I never used to like reading in front of people at school. And I think... I'm thinking of stopping doing this stupid segment. So far. <laughs> Now we're on to the Christmas ones. Two left. I bet you're just as glad as that as I am. Is this done on two pages? That's done on one page. Thank you. All right. Giant Santa. Like this is from New Zealand. Um, Giant Santa arrives and he's not creepy. New owner says. How can Santa be creepy? The new owner of a giant Auckland Santa is hoping it will eventually lose its creepy tag. The five-ton, eighteen-meter-tall Christmas decoration, which spent sixty years. Encouraging Oakland Aucklanders to shop arrived safely yesterday at Wanaka's National Transport and Toy Museum. The Santa's ability to wink and move its finger led to claims it was creepy. 
Oh yeah. Wow, well, I mean how tall's eighteen meters, three meters. Five ton. That's fucking massive. That's like bigger than an house. However, museum and new Santa Rona Jason Rhodes felt the decoration has been unfairly labelled. Well I'm guessing you would have done. And that's it basically. The it's like made of fiberglass. It's about a dozen in a dozen pieces, so it's proper messed up. And he just wanted to get it there to redo it all up and um, get the mechanisms for the working eye and moving finger again as they've stopped. And he's unsure they like can get it working again. But I just think he wants to give it a new lease of life um, to like make it nice for the toy museum and get the creepy stigma away from it. Now again this one is from another local paper and it's funny because this is the same paper um, and this is another reason why I wanted to staple them because I'd lose everything um, this is the same pa paper where the chicken fucker was reported as well so, East Park Magical Drive-Thru is the stuff of my, of nightmares, claims Mum. I'm going to try reading this slowly and methodically. We'll see how we get on with this one. The Grinch was described as terrifying while, while, while Mrs. Claus was late after missing the bus. Oh no, this is one of the... Two of Monas. Um, Mum has described the centre experience in East Park... Um, in Hull, as the stuff of nightmares. The Santa's magical drive through adventure has been set up to transform East Park into a winter wonderland until Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve today. But a string of what organisers called teething problems on the opening day resulted in negative feedback from parents who say the experience was nothing like the description. Mrs Claus missed her bus while Elsa got her timing wrong. It sounds like some off... Um, Phoenix Nights with Peter Kay. Um, Organiser Martin Holland admitted um, admitted it gone wrong, but he told Hull Live um, lessons were learnt and the problems have now been sorted out. So she must know her bus timetables. And um, Elsa must know... Um, was it Elsa? Yeah, it was Mrs Claus, Mr Bus. Well, Elsa got her timing wrong. Oh, well, we'll fuck for presents if like, she misses a bus tonight. One East Hull, one East Hull mum, who paid thirty-eight pounds to take three children, referred to it as one of those horror show walkthroughs after being greeted by a terrifying Grinch in a trip out that was faster than the McDonald's drive-through. What a comparison! We paid thirty-eight pounds for the experience, lasted no longer than a minute," said the 34-year-old mum of three. "I wasn't expecting Disneyland magic, but after..." the year we've had it was disappointing it was nothing like the description half the characters were missing we drove in and greeted by the Grinch who to be honest was like the stuff of nightmares and at that point it felt like we were in one of those whole walkthrough things walkthrough things nice Mr. Holland admitted there was a number of problems on the opening day. You're not kidding. Uh, no one was there, obviously. That fucking that should have been on time. No one was. We organised this month 
We organised this months ago with the council, but we had to stop it and refund the money. Obviously, the government allowed drive through grottos to go ahead, and we had six days to put it together. We didn't get it 100% right yesterday. Lessons were learnt, and the problems have been sorted out today. Mr Holland also disagreed, saying that the Grinch did not look scary, and that there was a lot of positive feedback about the character on the opening day. I think he was fine, he said. He made people laugh we have had good comments about him i told him i've told him not to go too scary because normally they will pull up in front of you and pull up your wipers but he has been laughing and dancing um another lady who took her two kids to the drive who said it looked more like an abandoned affair the 47 year old from brig north lincolnshire said don't get me wrong for 12.99 each i was not expecting a north pole but i must admit we were left totally disappointed we drove up to the first part that looked nothing less than an abandoned fair not sure what was meant to be happening in the inflatable grotto but nothing was there in the globe there was certainly no snowstorm never mind Elsa as promised we briefly saw the Grinch but it was raining so it didn't come out of his house it sounds absolutely horrible this has gone completely wrong this section uh, highlights of the show were meant to include a snow blizzard with frozen princess Elsa which children were expected to see but she was nowhere to be seen for the first few hours of the day the east old mum continued that's the first area the Grinch sort of stalks your car for a bit and then you drive to Santa to get your gift bags and go honestly the whole thing was faster than a McDonald's drive through that is literally it the snow glue the snow globe was not switched on and there was no else as promised my daughter was so excited about nothing was as described but i will say the center was authentic looking it was fine i can't oh, i haven't even printed that now um i can't read what she said after that but mr holland says he was unfortunately let down on the day after a number of characters failed to turn up he said mrs claus didn't turn up as she missed their bus and rang to say she couldn't get here and i had to get someone else into the costume same with elsa she got her timing wrong and came after 3 p.m it should have been earlier but apparently one of her kids was ill uh, i'm not reading anymore not reading anymore of that basically basically we know it was a shit show so that's um it's probably not gone how i imagine i like imagine this section to go really really well but it's just gone absolutely crap so i'm sorry about that but i hope you're all having a nice christmas uh and i hope you're all um getting on with everything the best you can from what's going on at the minute because it's not all not very nice at the minute out there everything's going into tier four tier three into the uk um we're being banned from traveling which obviously is a precursor to um a travel passport for your covid19 vaccination i think but we're not going to talk about covid19 i just want you to all have a happy christmas thanks for listening sorry it's been a bit up and down this um podcast um, but I'm excited for Christmas. I, I just want to forget about everything to do with what's going on outside there. Um, I just want to enjoy myself. So 
we'll see you maybe next week, maybe in the new year. Um, I am re-releasing some podcasts um, because some of the ones are really old and they're really good ones. So I thought we'll like re-release them and give everyone a laugh. All the quite interesting ones. Oh, I've got really bad indigestion now. Right, I'm going to go. Uh, please like, share, um, tell all your friends about the Tim Biscuit Podcast. If you want to come on it, you can do it. It's a fully free speech, uncensored podcast. What you see is what you get. If you want to talk about anything, you can do it. I don't care what it's about. You're more than welcome to come on. We can do it through Skype, telephone, Zoom, YouTube. We can do it. Um, take care and everyone have a good Christmas. See you later. Bye. <laughs> The Tim Biscuit Podcast.